Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. As I wait for her to appear through the crowds, I watch the skaters gliding elegantly around the rink, and I think, ice, sparkling ice or black ice, fun or deadly, it really all depends on how you treat it. Episode 3, Transylvania. Hey, over here! to talk to you. Get away from me, you crazy cannibal. You raging necrophiliac. Come back, it's okay. I want to go home, but I don't want to go home in a body bag. What? Wait, I just need to ask you some questions. Help! Help! She's screaming. Help! And all around the snowy marketplace, people pause on the cobbles, turn from their mulled wine, look up from their hot chocolates, and on the glistening ice rink, skaters are slowing, staring, but still... No one comes to help her. Siobhan, you look awful. Good to see you too, you mad bloodsucker. Siobhan, look at me. I'm real. This is not a movie. I have a name. I'm not some red-eyed icicle you saw on a screen. How did you even get here? Float over on your magic carpet, did you? You flying freak. And I promise I won't hurt you. Just tell me why you're here. I'm on holiday. What does it look like? She looks fragile and cold. Her flesh is grey and dark shadows ring her sore eyes. My life's nothing to do with you. It is if you're with Austin, who is Gully's previously dead father. Because if you are, it means he's reappeared. And very unexpectedly, and I need to know why. (gasps) What are you even talking about? (laughs) Okay, so what? He's over there. She stretches a shivering finger across the snow-dusted square and I notice her nails are short and ragged, the skin torn and flaking. There! Window seat in the cafe. In a softly lit alcove festooned with fairy lights and foliage sits a handsome male and young pretty female. It would be a romantic Christmassy scene if that male wasn't Austin. What's he doing? (sighs) Business meeting. What kind of business? What do you think? A flirting business. I hang around this Christmas market all day just so I can keep an eye on him. You must get very cold. Look, you've got goosebumps. But when I touch her trembling flesh, it's okay. Cold skin wraps an inner mortal flame. Get off me! That's you. You gave me these goosebumps. You make my skin crawl. You make the hairs on the back of my neck, on on the back of my everywhere. It's okay. Already ate before I left. When am I going to wake up from this nightmare? Oh, go ahead. Check your messages. Don't mind me. Hey, you running late, Rose? I've got a client waiting. Put my neck on the line for you here. You know that? Hi. Your 11 o'clock has arrived. You know, I'm doing all I can to keep this place up and running. I can't turn folk away. I want to support you, Rose. I like you. Call me. Hi. Just checking the diary and it seems that you've booked another... Human work life. So not my thing. Oh, check your texts too. Oh, it's Delphine. She says hi. She's still with you. Excuse me while I throw up. Yeah. We live together in LA. She wants to know how you are. And what you and Austin are up to. Tell her I was fine before a huge bloodstain splattered over my life. 
No, you weren't. Yes, I was. She says to get away from Austin. Oh, yeah, like I'm taking relationship advice from you two. You look like you need a friend, Siobhan. And right now, I'm your best bet. Come on. Coffee shop. And I put my hand on her shaking arm and steer her with the minimum of force inside. What's wrong? I mean, apart from Austin being your boyfriend and me turning up. Oh, nothing. Just that I might have made the worst decision of my life. Welcome, madam. What can I get to you? Uh, a double tweaker for me. Um, same for me. Whatever it is. Coming up. As we talk, I notice the waitress glancing over. Okay, now I've got four clients waiting. I mean, in one way, that's great, in that they're new clients, but in another way, it's bad, because there's no one here to train them. Sorry, just my boss being maddy. So, you're a couple. Wow. Why? I can't remember. Just one of those mistakes that felt like a good idea at the time. Delphine always said you had terrible taste in men. Here you go, madam. Two large tuica. As she sets the glasses down, a thick pink liquid spills over each rim. Can I please get a portion of garlic bread too? Certainly, madam. Worth a try. Cheers. Narok. Here's to getting out of here alive. <gasps> Narok. You better drink it with some water or it'll knock you out. Ah. Oh, no, not again. <sighs> Earth and rain and someone's breath right there, here, watching me, right there, or here, between the trees, about to pounce. Do you want a paracetamol? I don't know. Oh, it's like... Oh, like some urgent warning. Maybe it's because you're a complete freak of nature. <laughs> that might have something to do with it. But I know it's not me you have to fear. You're not safe with Austin. <laughs> like I'm safe with you. <gasps> My mum says the vampire clans of Eastern Europe are the fiercest in the world. And I reckon she's right. They all know I'm here. And they're watching me from within and without. And I don't know what Austin's told you, but he's... changed. He's not the simple con artist you fell in love with. And neither of us know what he's capable of now. Oh, shut up. There's things you don't understand either. It's complicated. Did Austin tell you that he faked his own death in some romantic, gothic gesture so you two could be together? What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No. No! That's... private. That is what he told you, isn't it? Uh, did he call you on the morning of his funeral and say, Hey, honey bunch, guess what? Dry your tears... I'm alive. Stop it. It's not funny. What do you even know about it? Garlic bread. Enjoy. The waitress bangs it down and Siobhan pushes it towards me and I push it back. We need to speak honestly, Siobhan. I want to know what Austin's up to. Why would I trust you? What do you even do out here all day, Siobhan? Go shopping for clay dishes and wooden toys? Shopping? No. We're people who make money, not spend it. That's what he told you, is it? So, how is he making money out here? I need to know. Because I'm sure both he and Mayer are way out of their depth and up to something that puts us all in serious danger. Why would I tell you anything? I want nothing to do with you. Wait, don't go. 
You're a strange animal, Rose. I have no idea what Delphine sees in you. Unless it's some screwed up predator-prey attraction. I know you scare the hell out of me. But you are fully what you are. And in an odd way, I admire that. You do? Yes. So don't allow yourself to get trapped. Believe me, it's not good. Wait, can I show you a photo? As I scroll past the lean Englishman at Maya's party to the pale feeder outside my apartment, it's quite clear they're both of one kind. My kind. Be quick. I need to get home before Austin. This is not a face a girl who likes handsome men would forget. Look, have you ever seen this guy? In Manhattan, maybe, perhaps at one of Austin's parties? Sure, I've spoken to him. How could I not look at him? Well, who is he? Please, I need to know what's going on because he's been watching our apartment in L.A. Weird. Because he works in the fragrance industry in New York. He's a nose. <laughs> we had a joke about it. Remember jokes? A nose. The guy who sniffs out the best fragrances, apparently. I know, news to me too. We only spoke for a few minutes. He was majorly out of my league. He's British. What was the party for? Um, maybe Gully's christening? Yeah, I think that was it. Wait, what? Oh, oh my God. Intimate, small affair. Just close family and friends. Intimate family affair? Okay, why am I such a fool? I've travelled thousands of miles in the wrong direction, worrying about the completely wrong father. I wasn't just being warned about Austin. I was being warned about Jack. You're not an idiot, Siobhan, but I am. I didn't think this through. He's British. They called it a naming ceremony. Delphine and I were only there to look after the kids. I'm going. I'd return to England if I were you. Forget you ever met Austin and Maya. I sit there in the coffee shop watching the skaters slicing up the ice rink. At first, beating myself up for being so slow off the mark. And then suddenly, what the hell? That's it. Why not? Siobhan's right. I'm going home. I don't owe these tricksters anything. Gully's not mine. He's in the hands of his own powerful people now. Delphine, why aren't you answering? Call me. I've got a plan. We're closing. You have to leave. Uh, okay, sorry. I lost track of time. You'll have only yourself to blame, you know. Pardon? You come to our country, buy our property, make your dirty dollars doing God knows what. Sorry, what are you talking about? That's no place for tourists. For Americans. That castle belongs to our people, no matter who or what they are. Castle? Siobhan lives in a castle. And I keep seeing our girls going up there and I think, no! Please, stop. Stay away. Why? What's going on up there? No one knows. But everyone's afraid. <laughs> if you knew the history of that place, you'd be afraid too. Years of... darkness. What's it called, the castle? Stoica. Stoica Castle. Most of the big castles were seized by the government after the war, but the old family kept hold of that one. Why? <laughs> if you know, 
You know. Is this what the mental reels have been trying to tell me? Mayer and Austin both buying up demonic heritage properties, both building empires, unbalancing centuries of allegiances. And if so, there's no denying I started it. Wait, where is this castle? Look out the window. See those snowy peaks? Yes. That's the Carpathian Mountains. It's up there. Experience the myth, the magic, mystery and mayhem of the most vampiric palace in the land. The spooktacular Stoika Castle. It's black and white drone footage of a huge, moody mansion sunk deep in a mountaintop forest. Just dark turrets and a gabled roof visible through the trees. It's snowing as I leave the cafe and join the young humans in fur hats drifting between the market stalls, smiling with friends, fearless, unaware of Austin in the cafe nearby, laughing with one young warm blood after another. And if I return to England right now, I'm leaving not just Siobhan, but Delphine and Gully too, and all the young girls of this town and beyond to find their way in the most male meat market, the world's most ruthless, macho corpse factory, alone. Rose, it turns out we have a new friend. But you'll need to buckle up, because it's... Very surprising. Not to me. You know about Jack? Really? Yes, really. He's dangerous. He's an animal. Much worse than Austin. Well, you know those cat things? Turns out they're his. He needs them for his business. He's a nose. So, he's been around longer than she's admitting. And he's simply wonderful with Gulliver. I'm so pleased my boy has a father again. Two fathers, actually. Are you kidding me? No, really? Yep. Your undead husband is back up and running, right here in Transylvania. I really messed that up. It's my fault. It was your first one. I shouldn't let you do it alone. Mam was right all along. I'm wild, reckless, impulsive, and a complete, hopeless amateur. And I might as well face it. Oh, and guess what? He is with Siobhan. Well, sounds like she got what she deserved. Maybe you have too. No, He seems so lovely. He's from the UK. Jack may be Gully's biological father, but he's also Jason's biological son. Remember, Jason, he tried to kill both of us, and without Mam, he'd have succeeded. Don't trust a word Jack says, and don't let Gully out of your sight. Noted. Good point. (sighs) The scent of burning, the crackle of flames, flames. someone's mind shaking hands with mine, leading me forward... Tenderly, a velvet scalp, a milky musk, a smile, good feelings, congratulating me for working it out at last. Gully? What? Is that you? Has this been you all along? Taxi? Where are you going? Stoika Castle. No way. Never after dark. Fifty dollars? Cash? Two hundred, but only to bow. Then a steep climb alone. Okay, no problem. Let's go. Are you sure? He grips the wheel, stares ahead, his breath wheezy and quick, his dry lips hanging loose. Just drive. I see a slice of a fairy tale tower out the window. If Walt Disney had been a serial killer, this is where he'd have lived. 
Then I see the cab driver glance in the rear view. Uh-oh. Mirror. And... Oh, well, no, I know what's coming now. Get out, you apparition. Out, you invisible spook. Okay, count down. Give me a minute. You didn't take your fare. None of these guys are going anywhere. Just sitting right here, waiting for their session. Saying you're the best trainer they've had. So... Whenever you're ready, Rose. The way the branches creak suggests this forest has old bones, but those boot prints between the snapped twigs suggest recent activity. Wow, quite an event. <laughs> oh my god, Rose! What the hell? How did you get here? I'm good at climbing. Then I see him. Leaning on the mantelpiece on the other side of the room, dressed like a magpie in a sharp black suit, a starched white shirt, his hair darker, his skin paler. Leave! It's not safe for you here. There are many smiling young females orbiting Austin, helpless as moths. Everyone looks like they stepped off a catwalk. Exactly. And you don't fit in. Not fitting in is my speciality. Between these beauties strut a gang of what look like strip club doormen. Go away! You know about me and Austin now. Just leave us alone. Around them are curling stone staircases, thick milky candles, black ironwork, carved wooden furniture. It's a less stylish, more male version of Villa Rimvy. It's you I'm worried about. And all these young women. Look, I want to know what Austin's doing here. What's with the furs? Tonight's decor theme is cosy glam. So Austin sourced a variety of native skins. Nasty. If you don't leave now, I'm going to. What? I won't tell Austin I'm here if you don't. Who are all these women? Austin's business associates. This is a private corporate event. Now leave. What's through there? To my right, a huge black door studded with rivets, a big silver key poking from the lock. Uh, no idea. I've never been in. There's loads of rooms I daren't enter. Well, you need to explore because we both need to educate ourselves about this place. I just heard you speaking. You're English? Uh, yes, but I live in LA. And to my surprise, I really like how that sounds. And I guess... I'm not off back to Whitby just yet. Oh, lucky thing. Please, introduce me, Siobhan. Alina, this is Rose. Rose, Alina. Alina is an artist, a nail artist. Rose is a vampire. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Though, actually, you do totally look like one. <laughs> Doesn't she just? Can we exchange numbers? I just hope I'll be able to make it when I get there. Austin says I'm going to need contacts, contacts, contacts. You're coming to America? I look at Siobhan, but she looks away, deliberately refuses to meet my eye. Excuse me, I'm not feeling very well. <coughs> Sorry, Elena, but what exactly are you going to actually do in America? Well, at first we'll work in the business, of course. Then after that, who knows? What business? The spa. Do the manicures? Though, don't assume that makes me a, an airhead. I have a master's in psychology, and Austin assures me his spa has a really 
innovative approach to well-being and anti-aging. He's certain I can develop what I've learned in my training. And as I remember, Delphine's sister, who was promised a job as a waitress but found herself in a different place entirely, the smoky air fills with a terrible possibility. And when are you coming to America? Any moment. This week, maybe. <laughs> as soon as we get the word. Oh, no. We need to speak about Austin and this business. Look, I know you don't want to hear this, but you must wonder why he bought this horrible place. Why he thinks it suits him so well. Let me in. Come in. Be quiet. Wow. This is some bathroom. Gold, marble, an ugly fresco of a moonlit mountainside. It's awful. And we didn't buy it. We're renting it. Why did you agree to any of this? Delphine always said I was stupid and she was my best friend. Austin probably likes dark, gloomy places because Austin's like me. What? Stop frightening me. No. No! Delphine's the one dating a demon, not me! It's the truth. It wasn't meant to happen, but it has. I let Maya bite him, but she did a bad job and we thought he was dead, but it turns out... Oops. No. Oh, God. And the freshest ones are the worst. They're uncontrollable. When Maya changed, she was a monster for the first six months. Maya? Yes, both of them, unfortunately. And I can't blame anyone but myself. That's why I'm here, telling you to get away from him. She's backing away, her face stretching in a waking panic, like an alarm clock suddenly going off when you're deep asleep. You need to get out of here. Austin's a born racketeer, but he's playing with forces he doesn't understand. And Stoika isn't going to take well to having new residents. What the hell? Is it the water? Is it the running water that connects more clearly? Oh, smell of wet male breath. Spray of sour spittle. Turn the tap off, Siobhan. And yes, I am shallow, but only when it comes to men... I've always been ruined by a high, wide-shoulder, small-waist ratio. There's plenty of wide shoulders here, all attached to wide chests, thighs, feet and throats. Some faces have thick, dark beards, all are clenched like fists. And for whatever's coming next, Mam's right, I'm not ready at all. But in other ways, I'm really deep. And when I embark on something, I accept it and try to see it through. Hence this. The no turning back, throwing up life in Transylvania. Okay, she's retching with more than fear and I suddenly think surely not. It's not possible. Leave me alone. I'm not well. Oh God, Siobhan, you're not. In pudding club, as Mum would say. I think so. That's why I, I can't Another disaster, that's all my fault. You can still leave. It's not the 20th century. I want my child to have a father. I'm old-fashioned like that. But not that father, Siobhan. Any father but him. Here he comes. What does Austin think about it? Oh, he's delighted about it. For one good reason. I've not told him about it. 
It's odd if he's your child's father, though, because Bigfoot out there is not Gully's biological father. Then again, he might not have been able to father a child with Maya, but who knows what's going on inside him now. With fresh ones, freaky things happen. He's here. You need to go. Go back to Rimvi Bodakulpa. What did you just call it? Rimvi Bodakulpa. Now go! I climb out of the window and, without thinking it through, drop down into the forest. This place is icy cold and I've been softened by wintering out in LA because I don't feel comfortable in this temperature or this terrain at all. Mum, help me. It's misty and I can smell a musky rot. Probably the dust of skeletons under the hard earth. And something fresher. Membranes, ligaments, skin and hair. The munch of maggots. Stay away from here, English. This is the old land. This is not your place. Get away from me, Tarzan. I'm stronger than you think. (sighs) Oh, my God. No, I'm not. I'm weaker than I thought, and... Run away now, English. But just you wait. Next time. I don't even have a signal on my phone. You'll meet again, English. Then, when I think they're just horrible noises in the distance, I look back and see the uglier one pick up a thick branch and... Oh, my God. They're using me as target practice. (laughs) Keep moving, English. That's right. Keep dancing. (laughs) Left a bit. Right a bit. Run! And Mum's right. Scrappy strength and reckless determination is all I've got. And amongst these sadistic monsters, it's not... (sighs) Not enough. (sighs) I'm in the middle of nowhere. What time is it? When I look up towards the castle walls, I see not one or two, but many bearded monsters sweeping through the mist. Over here! And I'm just running, moving wildly in all directions, crashing through the trees, jumping over branches, swinging against the vines. I leap over a patch of cinders, a heap of charred, blackened bones, and I know these guys cast spells and throw fire. They possess all the mental weaponry I never bothered to master. You can run, but you can't hide. So, I've spent the last five hours training your clients one after another. Just to get them to go home. I can hardly move. Surely now you owe me a drink. Okay, it's uh, my birthday soon, and because, thanks to you, it's the first one where I'm looking younger and feeling better than my years, we're throwing a party. Sending you the invite. Here it comes. Enjoy Transylvania. Make sure you check out the strudel. I see. We're coming. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.